Rebecca here with a quick programming note. We recorded this episode back in December, but didn't get around to finishing it until now. Enjoy! Hello, hello, you're listening to the Trans-Pacific Partnership. I'm your host, John Asifredo. And I'm your host, Rebecca Kling. Today we're going to talk about being trans around the holidays. You know, Thanksgiving was last month, Hanukkah just ended... We're recording this right before Christmas, after Christmas comes New Year's. And that's how calendars work. This has been the Trans-Pacific Partnership. I'm your host, Joanna. Hey, be quiet. (laughs) I'm setting the stage. Whatever, you forgot el Dia de los Reyes. I also feel like it's important to pause to acknowledge that my cat meowed in the background a minute ago. Uh, I I told you they're never quiet when we're recording. Because they love us. They wait specifically till we start recording. Trans specifically? <laughs> so wait, you were saying something about what I forgot. I was saying that you forgot El Dia de los Reyes. I don't know that one. Three Kings Day, it's January 6th. Learn something new every day. Okay, Joanna, what is Three Kings Day? Well, Three Kings Day is the day that the three wise men brought gifts for baby Jesus. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. See? I know things. I'm Jewish. I know things about Christmas. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, but what is myrrh? No one knows. That can't be true. Let me Google it. No one knows. Okay, no one knows. Anyway, El Dia de los Reyes, little children put out glass of water for the three wise men and brass in a shoebox for the camels. Because presumably, the three wise men are thirsty and the camels are hungry because they trekked all the way from Jerusalem to Puerto Rico. Really? All the way from Jerusalem to Puerto Rico on camels? Yeah, and one glass of water should... That's impressive. Like, should quench their thirst. You would be parched. Not even a Gatorade. And usually, they're sand-tracked to the box to show where the camels walked. Of course there is. <laughs> it sounds funny, but it makes more sense than a guy who runs a sweatshop in the North Pole. You know, I never thought of it that way. So what are holidays like with your family? Well, my family is is kind of dispersed. Normally, I see like one or two family members at a time, but we rarely get together all at once for the holidays since we live all over the place. But as a result of Hurricane Maria, my mom's house is full of displaced family members. So this Thanksgiving was one of the first times I got to go back home to a house full of family and celebrate a holiday and be there with everyone. And everyone went to go see Coco, which was amazing. Oh, it really was. We got to see it. um, You saw it again when you came back to D.C. It is Just such a beautiful movie. It was awesome. I went with my aunt who was staying at my mom's house and with my niece. So we called it the as outing because it was me with my aunt and my niece with her aunt. And we saw in English, but with Spanish subtitles. So my aunt could read it. And my niece, whose Spanish is so-so at best, could also understand. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, it was. We may have our differences, but nothing's more important than family. (laughs) I'm proud we're family! How have the holidays been for you? Well, I didn't go home to Chicago for Thanksgiving. I drove up to Philadelphia to see my mom and her husband and his family. My mom and her husband got married a couple years ago, and I like him a lot. His family is just really warm. He's a really sweet guy. And it's really clear he makes my mom happy. It was just fun going up there and hanging out with them. Like, 
just being around a bunch of people around his extended family and eating and chatting and playing games and telling stories. And I just, <laughs> I destroyed the children in Mario Kart, like just annihilated them. I feel like we shouldn't be using such violent language. It's true, though. One game, I didn't even use items, and I still beat them by a good 30 seconds. The items like the ding, ding. <laughs> yes, the items like the things you shoot each other with and the things you go fast with. Um, and then last week, I went home for my dad's birthday, which this year was during Hanukkah. And I stayed with my dad and his wife. And during the trip, I got to see both my parents. I got to see some extended family. So it was sort of holiday-y, even if I didn't go there for a holiday. Um, my dad, my stepsister, and I went to see the new Star Wars movie. And then my dad, his wife, and I went to see a Second City show. Second City? Oh, it's a Chicago-based comedy and improv theater and a performance school. Tons of Saturday Night Live folks have come out of Second City. People like Bill Murray, Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, Tim Meadows, even I think Joan Rivers. Just like a ton of people. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I haven't seen a Second City show in years. How do these holidays compare to previous years, like when you were younger and as you transitioned? Well, growing up, we never did huge holidays. We'd do Thanksgiving with friends and Hanukkah with friends and with extended family, but not a ton of people. Like, And I remember them being mostly good. I always liked the Friends Hanukkah party. It was my mom and two friends of hers from high school, I think. So they've just been friends forever. Someday we're going to be friends forever. And we're going to give our kids holiday memories, too. Oh, exactly. So the Hanukkah parties growing up were always silly. Apparently, when the kids were real young, we were super obnoxious about not getting enough presents. So the parents, my parents and their friends, decided we should only give and receive gifts that didn't cost any money. Oh, that's sweet. Well, it probably was at first. But it quickly moved from gifts that didn't cost any money to the most ridiculous crap you can find in the back of your closet. Like what? Well, there was this thing of non-dairy creamer that had literally expired in 1984, and my mom and her friends passed it back and forth every year as this gift. And then just, like, clothing and mugs and just random things people had around. Wait, was that a can? Was what a can? The non-dairy creamer. No, it was like a plastic container of dried powder. Wait, was it sealed? Like, had it been open? Like, was it moldy? Like, I have questions. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sure it was 100% chemicals. Um, It wasn't a liquid, so it was like... It was in the mid-90s. It was probably at least a decade old. We just found it on a shelf one year, and the... um, We just found it on a shelf one year during the Hanukkah party, and my mom decided to give it to one of her friends, and the next year the friend gave it to the other friend, and it just, for like a decade, was this weird kind of gross tradition. Another year, my brother was just dying for a cell phone. Um, No, I think for a car phone, because they weren't even called, they were like bag phones that you would plug into your car, and someone gave him a plastic desk phone, this like ugly piece of gray plastic with the words car phone written on it in permanent marker, which he did not think was funny. However, I think it's hilarious. Oh, it was funny. So how do you think things have changed as you transitioned? Well, my parents got divorced when I was in high school and the holidays as I transitioned as a young adult in my early 20s were different in part because of the transition and in part just because like, Family gatherings had changed after my parents split. Oh, yeah? 
well, there were two of a lot of things, and seeing extended family meant I was seeing, like, this side with my mom, that side with my dad. That could really suck. Like, to have to deal with everything twice, like, all mis- like, all the misgenderings twice, all the old family photos twice, that ignorant uncle twice. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty lucky. None of my family was ever actively hostile, like- None of them said I was wrong or evil or perverse, which I guess is kind of a low bar, but you gotta start somewhere. And a bunch of them were actually really awesome. Like, I know my mom made it clear to her side of the family that if they tried to make her choose between them and me, she would choose me. That's what's up. Yeah, it was really great. It made me feel really loved. What about old family photos? Or just old photos? Yeah, I think at some point in my transition, I asked my parents to take them down. Like, I didn't say burn them, I didn't say destroy them, just like I don't want to see them now. Yeah, how'd they take that? I think my mom was fine with it. She asked if she could have them in her room, which I didn't go into, so that felt okay. My dad, though, I think he struggled. I don't think he understood why it was important to me. I think at first he really felt like I was asking him to erase his positive memories, like his memories of us going to the beach or going on vacation or whatever. And I tried to tell him that I didn't want to erase those. I just, I don't think he understood that they also had this bitterness for me, like seeing these photos of when I wasn't able to live as my authentic self. And it's, again, it's not that I wanted him to burn them. I just didn't want to have to look at them while I was transitioning. How are you with older photos now? Well, I still don't love seeing them, but I'm okay with it. It's actually, I was thinking about it because when I was home for my dad's birthday, I was at this party with a bunch of high school friends, and I'd been uploading old photos. I showed them on my phone a bunch of photos I'd found from when we were all in high school. And, like, it felt okay for them to scroll through and see photos from before I transitioned. Not awesome, but that's not who I am anymore, so it didn't feel... It felt bittersweet, but not just negative. How do you feel about seeing old photos? Well, my mom's a minimalist, so she doesn't really have a whole lot on the walls except for some artwork she made because she watches too much HGTV. So all the photos are stowed away in the garage, and I lived away from my mom the majority of my adult life, so the only pictures I have at her house, like, the only physical pictures, because everything else is online, um, or as a child or a teenager, so at this point it just feels like half a lifetime ago, because it was half a lifetime ago. So you don't mind seeing them? No, no, it just feels like a different person. I probably feel like, I'd probably be different if the photos were, like, five years ago or ten years ago. Why? I feel like for kind of the same reasons as you like it's bittersweet um but I feel like I was closer to those experiences and since I've I've created so many more memories as my authentic self that makes sense how were holidays for you growing up well when I was a kid my parents tried to provide like a Christmas experience they did like layaway and we'd buy a Christmas tree and we'd do all the holiday stuff um as I started 
getting into my teen years after my parents got divorced and my older brother went off to college, the holidays became less important because we weren't kids anymore. And so me and my mom faked a little bit for my younger brother, but that was about it. And I moved away as an adult, so I've been away from my family most for most holidays. Um, away from my mom and my younger brother, mainly. My older brother is married and my parents are divorced. And what about since you've transitioned or as you transitioned? I spent it mostly away. I've seen family members, like, on trips here and there, but normally I spent the holidays with chosen family. Remember, my family has always been displaced. I think in this context you mean dispersed. No, I mean both, actually. Not just talking about Hurricane Maria. What do you mean? We're Puerto Ricans. Like, right now, uh, people are displaced because of Maria. Last time, people were displaced because of the economic crisis. And before that, people were displaced when the pharmaceutical companies left the island. Wave after wave after wave have left the island because of U.S. policies. So there are climate refugees from Maria, but there have been economic refugees for years. Exactly. And people displaced by Maria are not just from Puerto Rico. Uh, Florida has gotten thousands of students from the Dominican Republic, the Virgin Islands, all over. That's interesting. I had not thought of sort of that economic displacement before. I think this was the silver lining of Hurricane Maria. What was? Like where my mom lives in Osceola County is the county with the highest percentage of Puerto Rican ancestry in the U.S. And since Hurricane Maria, the population has grown a ton. Basically all of Kissimmee, which is where my mom, which is where my family lives. Almost everyone there had family uh, who had been displaced from the hurricane. So there was this sense in the air everywhere you went, the bakery, supermarkets, everywhere, that there was an appreciation for life and for family and for community, all that warm holiday stuff. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. It was nice. And then we got to go to Boston. Right. Joanna and I have a close mutual friend in Boston who has a trans daughter. Joanna and I met her through... Um, met her and her family through trans advocacy stuff. So we flew up to Boston together. It was our first trip together. And we made it through the whole long weekend of staying at our friend's place together. It was the best. She and her husband have two adorable kids. I got to play a lot of video games with them. One of them lost a tooth while she was sitting on my lap. I could have died. It was like... Someone take a picture, and no one took a picture. (laughs) Because she was crying, and I didn't want to be like, here, while you're crying, let me take this picture of you. But the whole trip was adorable. We went to a cute holiday thing at a local farm about this Scandinavian elf and how you have to feed it to keep the farm in good luck. And our friend had a holiday party, so her house was full of, like, friends' friends and family, and there was a fire in the fireplace, and there was snow, and there were kids playing in the backyard. It was just adorable. It was awesome. I went sledding for the first time. You went sledding for the first time. What'd you think? It was awesome. No, we need better adjectives. It was dope. I love creating non-traumatic holiday memories. Oh, I'm glad you had fun sledding. It was so fun sledding with the kids. And I'm glad that you made some positive memories. 
It was something to know that our friend's trans daughter, who is six, will never experience misgendering. She's just growing up as who she is. What a world she's growing up to. Like, there's amazing things. The incredible support from her family and her community, and then, uh, you know, the dumpster fire that is the Trump administration. Stay positive, with me, Kling. Okay, okay, I'm back. That should be your New Year's resolution. Stay positive in the new year. That is a good one. Always worth taking a deep breath and seeing if you can look at the bright side of things. What about you? What about New Year's resolutions? You're going to be in New York! Yes! And my New Year's resolution is to slay it in New York. I hope we can all slay in the new year. Slay it with me. Yes! Yes! Well... (laughs) Well... (laughs) Get through it, Clean. Get through it. Well, that's a wrap for season one. We will see you again in 2018. Get ready for interviews with those who's... <laughs> Get ready for interviews with the who's who's of Transamerica. Interviews, on location episodes, the sky is the limit. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Transpacific. Leave a review on iTunes and tell your friends to listen to the Transpacific Partnership. And follow me on Twitter at Joanna Cifredo. And me at Rebecca Kling. See you next year. Bye. I like the idea of camels walking across the Atlantic. (laughs) You just now got that joke. No, I understood the joke. I just like the visual. What are holidays Are we going to edit all that out? We'll edit some of it out. Probably not all of it. I think some of it's probably funny. Okay, where are we?